Our interview with Andrew Ference is brought to you by Verizon Files, a network ahead, and by Subway Eat Fresh. He joins us on the AT&T hotline. Good morning, Andrew. You're joining us from Winnipeg, are you not? I am. I am. It's uh, the nose window right now. It's not too bad. I've, I've never been in Winnipeg. Is, is it a lovely city in which to reside for a while, or is it a place you want to get in and get out of? Uh, I'd pick Boston for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, it's cold. It, it's really cold. It, it's one of the uh, windier parts of Canada, and plus uh, when the temperature drops, it's not too, uh, not too comforting. I also picture it as gray and cold and windy. Is that accurate? Uh, a lot more white. It's a lot more white than gray? <laughs> yeah, the snow doesn't melt too quickly. Hey, let's, let's, would, would you rather be there or Atlanta? Which is a better hockey town? Uh, here. Definitely. If I'm playing hockey, here. No doubt. Let's, uh, let's back up and go to Montreal. Were you offended by the Canadian fans cheering when Char took a shot in the chin and stitches? Uh, I wouldn't say I was offended. I, you know, I don't, you don't like it, but I know where they're coming from. I mean, uh, I don't know if uh, it would be a very different story in a lot of arenas for whatever big rivalry happens, no matter what sport it is. You know? yeah, if, uh, if, if, Matt, if Matt Cook took one in the chops in Boston, you'd expect the Bruin fans to react just about like that, wouldn't you? Uh, no, probably louder. I mean, <laughs> it, it was, it, it's just the way it is. You know, it, it's not something that you, you know, you really like. But like I said, I totally understand it. You know, it's, uh, when people talk about it, it being a heated rivalry and, and people caring a lot about it, you know, you know it's true. It's not just kind of empty words. Mm. It, you know, they, they do care a lot about it. And it it's, uh, um, you know, they're passionate about uh, about hockey and. And so when one of your, you know, most hated rivals and, and the biggest guy on the team goes down like that, uh, like I said, it's not that surprising. Hey, uh, Rich Peverly is back in Boston getting his knee looked at, and I read in the paper this morning he's not expected to rejoin the team for the remaining five games of the road trip. Uh, obviously, Horton has been out a while, and Krejci feels that, that pain. Can you talk about the domino effect of losing key players and how it affects other individuals' games and, and the consistency that you try to bring night in and night out? Yeah, it's, well, it's not easy, especially if you uh, you know if you've been playing with a certain guy for for a long time. It uh, uh, it makes it more difficult. But uh, you know that's you know that just comes down to uh, you know something that uh, if GMs are looking at players, you know they wonder about how adaptable they are and how you know how quickly they can uh, uh, you know either change the, their style of game or change the way they play with certain players, and, and that's obviously a plus. So you know the more people that you have that can do that. The, well, the better, and, and um, obviously some people are, are better at doing it than others. But uh, you know, I, I think that you know over the past uh, few years, you know, we've had uh, I think a pretty good, you know, pretty good success with injuries and dealing with them, and, and some pretty big guys. And, and uh, it, you know, so I, I think you just kind of cross your fingers and hope that uh, you know guys will keep their game at a high level, you know, despite the uh, you know line mates being out. All right, serious question, Andrew. Is there a, a team breakfast at some point this morning, and will you make sure Tyler Sagan gets there? <laughs> yeah, and he's heard about it about a million times. Uh, I offered him to sleep on a cot in my room last night. <laughs> he thought he'd be all right. Well, but uh, we'll make sure he's there. Will you? I mean, honestly, would you? if he weren't there, what time is the breakfast at, uh, at say, say 11? Would you go up and knock on his door and make sure it doesn't happen again? Yeah, well, everybody was calling him too, but uh, yeah, I mean, we, we'd we'd somehow break into his room and drag him out of there. He would. Hey, that's what <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to see somebody get in trouble. Well, why didn't you do it last time? Uh well, we did. We everybody was calling him, but uh, just 
held off a little too late. I think by the time everybody realized uh, he wasn't there, it was it was pretty much go time. Yeah. So you don't you sound like you don't expect something like that to happen again. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Hey, Andrew, the Columbus Dispatch reported yesterday that the Bruins are one of five teams for whom star forward Rick Nash would waive his no-trade clause. The others would be the Rangers. Oh, yeah, they need him a lot. Uh, the Sharks, the Kings, and the Maple Leafs. What would you think about Rick Nash joining the Bruins? Uh, well, you'd, I mean, you'd welcome him. I mean, he's a great player. Um, you know, but I think moving a player like that is, is a lot easier said than done, you know, with, with the salary cap world and, and all that goes with that. So, um you know, I don't think anybody in the locker room gets too excited when they hear about rumors or, or, or stuff like that, you know, just because it's, you know, like I said, pretty difficult to pull the trigger on, on certain deals like that. However, you know, I, I think it's I think it's more, I think it, like what I do like is hearing players now compared to a few years ago, picking Boston as one of their teams. Mm. I mean, you know, people want to come to Boston now. We've, we've changed the culture. Um you know, where where before I think uh, people, free agents, uh, you know, guys in, in those kind of situations might have hesitated for, uh, before coming. And, and, and now it's uh, it's a place where, I mean, we, we see it in the summertime when we talk to guys, too, that uh, uh, we're, we're a very attractive destination. You wouldn't trade Tuka Rask for him, would you? Well, I'm not the GM, so <laughs> I'm lucky I don't have to answer that question. <laughs> well, that's what they would well, probably be looking yes. for as a young goaltender. I take that as a yes, <laughs> definite yes. Are you expecting some big deal to shore up your uh, team here down the stretch? Uh, no, I mean, but I never expect anything. Like I said, I think that deals are so hard to do for, for GMs. Uh, um, you know, I, I never expect anybody to get traded and never expect anybody to come in. And you just you just play with the guys that you got. I mean, I, I think it's kind of silly to uh, to speculate and, and to hope or to, uh, to wonder what's going on because uh, – I mean, it's completely out of our control. We've got enough things to worry about, you know, just trying to play the game. What do you hope happens to the Rangers? How do the Rangers come back to earth? Uh, Well, they're playing great hockey. I mean, I think that, uh, um, you know, they're a very disciplined team. But, uh, you know, I think that when you get into playoffs, you you just uh, um, believe in what you do as a system and and hope that it it beats what they're doing. I mean, um, it's... It'd be a good, good series. You know, them against uh, uh, us, I think, would be an awesome series. I and mean, there's a couple other teams in our in our conference that I think would be, uh, um, you know, really really tough series. Are they better than so, you thought? Are they better than you expected when you played them the other day? Was that? Uh, a- uh, no, no, not at all. I mean, I think they, like I said, they played very disciplined, and 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 uh, um, I think the, you know, obviously they shut us out. You know, they have a great goaltender, which is. Uh, uh, something that we know a lot about, you know, frustrating teams with, with the goaltending. I mean, we uh, generated, you know, quite a few shots and some good, some decent chances, and, and their goalie came up big uh, uh, on those ones. So, so like I said, we should know a lot about that and, and about, uh, um, you know, how, how big a, uh, a factor, you know, shot blocking goal, goaltending can be. And, and uh, uh, in order to beat it, you just got to deal with it and, and, and keep pushing and pushing and pushing. Andrew, final question for me. Uh, a local guy, uh, Josh Hennessy, is probably going to make his Bruin debut tonight. Uh, he spent last year, I think, overseas in Switzerland and then 49 games in Providence. Uh, what's the adjustment like to jump into a new team in the middle of the season and try to hit the ground running or skating? And, and what kind of player is he, as far as you can tell? Um, honestly, I really don't know what type of player he is. Uh, I'd be lying if I, if I said I did. Okay. But I, but I, uh, I know talking to uh, 
uh, well, our strength and conditioning coach, uh, John Whiteside, he knows the guys the best because he, he goes down to you know Providence a lot and he, he knows the guys' characters and, and how hard they're working. I think he has a lot of input into uh, um, you know who, who gets who gets who comes up. So I know uh, from him, you know he, he uh, uh, he's a hardworking guy and and, and obviously is uh, kind of fits into the mold of of you know not a complicated game but just a hardworking, honest game, mm-hmm. which is like a lot of our players. So. I think that you know when you when you have a, a you know the same style as the team already plays, it, it's a lot easier fit. Right. Instead of trying to come in and be complicated and, and be, be a fancy player or, or something like that, uh, uh, you, you have the, the luxury of just kind of keeping it simple and, and, and not straying too far off your normal game. Hey, uh, Andrew, Sports Illustrated did a poll of a, a bunch of uh, NHL players, anonymous, and uh, they asked this question: Which All-Star caliber player is the easiest? To intimidate, and you'll be glad to know, no Bruins were named, and no defensemen got more than one vote. So there's no defensemen, no Bruins on the list. So you're off the hook, pal. Uh, but would you care to guess? I thought I was off the hook uh, with the all-star caliber. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sell yourself short. But uh, would you care to guess who made the list, who, who was number one? And, uh, uh, I already saw that. You, you forgot I'm in Canada. That's all they talk about is hockey here. Yeah, but you're yeah, in Winnipeg. They don't get this Sports Illustrated for like three weeks, right? <laughs> uh, trust me, nothing, nothing gets by up here when, it, when it's related to hockey, especially the Maple Leafs. Okay. I, know our old friend is, I know our old friend is at the top of that list. Well, you got three old friends at the top of the list. Number one is Phil Kessel. Number two A and two B. They they, they lump them together. <laughs> the Sedin <Sadines>. <laughs> sisters. <laughs> Would you? They don't even get their own vote. No, no. no. Would you? Who? Who did you vote for? Uh, we didn't even get that one. Well, you got it now. You got it now, Andy. <laughs> uh, well, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that a lot of people voted off of watching our games against those guys. Because that's true. Uh, yeah, it definitely. Uh, it definitely was a factor in us. Uh, you know, when we when we beat the Leafs, uh, uh, when we play against the Leafs, that's a that's a pretty big factor, and obviously in the playoffs. So. Uh, uh, I'll vote for the guys out west because uh, I like Phil more than them. Hey, hey, briefly, what's this uh, National Geographic documentary thing all about? Just get a little wind of that. Uh, well, hopefully it's a little bit more high class than the Kardashians. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's basically uh, come up every once in a while and, and check out some of the different environmental stuff that uh, um, you know that I'm involved with and, and, and doing. And, and I think they just kind of wanted to take a peek in, inside you know, life away from hockey. So it's, it's, I don't know. It's cool for me because it's like watching a whole video, but I don't know if anybody else wants to watch it or not, but um, it, it, it's kind of neat. It's, hey, uh, a Bruin yeah. getting involved in politics. What could go wrong? Yeah, right. <laughs> are are, are you just featured in it? Are you the host of it? What's your role particularly in the show? Uh, just featured in it. Yeah. Uh, so they, uh, like I said, yeah, it's, it's more based around, um, you know the stuff that uh, uh, that's going on with hockey. You know some of the different arenas that are, um, you know, going green, and, and some of the, some of the projects the league has been doing. Um, you know whether it's with some of the events or, or just with the uh, uh, with the teams themselves. So um, so it's a little bit about me, a little bit about the league, uh, a lot about the environment. Do we ever get um, so. to see you composting banana peels and potato skins? Yeah, I think it's in there. I think they, they, I think the worm bin makes it. So. Oh, the worm bin. Di- okay, good, good. Do they have you? Yeah. You? I think I saw you pedaling to work. They have you biking to work, correct? Uh, well, yeah, that's that's a pretty easy one. Um, they followed me around on Cup Day, um, 
so they uh, they got a little bit of that. Um, and then we got we, we haven't even shot some of the stuff yet, so I think there's there's some stuff. Nothing disgusting that, like using one sheet of toilet paper, is there? <laughs> no, no. I try to keep it uh, try to keep it a, a family affair. And this yeah. is on the National Geographic channel, correct? Uh, yeah, they uh, had a you know, uh, website set up, uh, um, I think just this week it went up. So um, they're, they're just going to be like short little, um, I think like five to eight minute clips, uh, uh-huh. different little webisodes, I think they call them. Webisodes, I like that. Hey, we should also point out that uh, as far as Spalding Hospital is concerned, 20 runners will be participating in the Boston Marathon on April 19th as part of Spalding's Race for Rehab team. Read about the team members and support them at crowdrise.com Spalding Rehab, one of uh, Andrew's favorite places uh, and causes near to and dear to his heart. Andrew, good talking to you. Good luck tonight at Winnipeg. We'll talk to you down the road, my friend. All right. Thank you very much, guys. Andrew Ferrance with Dennison Callahan, brought to you by Verizon Fios, a network ahead, and by Subway Eat Fresh.